a healthy body and soul. I don't often share my interest in physical health and my journey in figuring out how to keep this body operating without pain. I often address mental pain manifesting as physical pain, but I have largely avoided sharing the fact that physical pain and health issues have also been a burden I've spent years tackling and winning. If you know me in real life, I doubt you've seen the girl I'm going to tell you about. I hope that's the case anyway, because I have this thing about complaining. Whenever I complain, I feel like I'm letting somebody down, like I'm not supposed to complain. So when I do, I feel like I have to put effort into undoing what I did if I said I wasn't all right. Even if in the moment it seems harmless to say, my whatever hurts, I still beat myself up later, believing I shouldn't have said that. That sounds ridiculous to the part of me that believes in being honest and genuine, so that points to a cognitive distortion I have, since I do not perceive others in pain the way I perceive myself. It seems okay if others admit they hurt, but not okay if I do. And that also has to do with my low tolerance for pain. If I said something aloud every time I was hurting, nobody would hear much else. I'm not okay with that. I want to be viewed as the happy, friendly girl. My life has been a fine balance between feeling good, being healthy, and being in pain unhealthy. Not because of addictions or eating all the wrong stuff. For me, poor health has been mainly circumstance and lack of self-awareness. When someone finds out I have a podcast and I have to define what it's about, my short answer is usually, I write a lot about self-awareness, self-perception, and self-esteem. That could sound very self-centered. If you don't know me and you don't know that I write about these things because of not understanding self-awareness, self-perception, and self-esteem most of my life. My obsession with the self came in the last decade from the realization I was last on the list of important people in my life. What happened after making that realization is really when I finally started living my life. I stopped apologizing. I stopped being pushed. I stopped letting others dictate my actions, my self-view, my labels, and literally, I took possession of me. In the space of about two years, I went from chicken shit to someone who probably has too much attitude when someone tries to tell her who she is and what she is or isn't feeling. I haven't been perfect at it. People have still tried. But recognition of the lack of self-importance always appears. So I'm constantly getting better at it. At some point, I finally had my fill of being told what Natalie says, what Natalie does, what Natalie thinks, what Natalie feels, and even who Natalie is. I might not have been told all of these things more than the average person, I don't know. But the events in my life and allowing myself to be pushed into other people's boxes for so many years had me finally with an attitude about anything Natalie related if it was coming out of somebody else's mouth. I had let this happen for so long because I had no self-importance, which pretty much equated to no self-awareness. That's not the person I am now and why I have a podcast. This is true also now in regard to what I put in my body. I was once so self-unaware I didn't pay attention to cause and effect. I now pay so much attention 
that I know in less than 30 minutes when my body doesn't like something I've put inside it. And pain is usually the tell. Pain is a common fight I'm in. And because I try not to complain, I don't tend to think of sharing the tricks, resources, or supplements I find that work for me because of my normalness of pain. I don't know if I've said that before to someone who isn't a close friend, but there you go. I'm telling strangers. I feel like there's a stigma around health that isn't something I can put my finger on. And maybe it's that we all want to be hearing, I feel great. How about you? That breeds happiness because we love knowing the people we associate with are happy and feel good. It's probably just an aspect of psychology and less of a stigma. Because I know the power in just hearing someone say, I feel so good, or I feel so happy. And as I say, I'd rather be the one smiling and saying that than the one complaining. This too is a lesson in health and wholeness. Knowing myself so well that I understand the power of words, like happy, on my physical body. That reminds me of a book I should tell you about. It centers on a mantra that changes your mind, body, and world. It's about Ho'oponopono. It's called Zero Limits by Joe Vitale. It's super interesting. I do subscribe to the belief that our feelings can dictate our physical health. I totally believe that. And The Mind-Body Prescription by Dr. John E. Sarno is another book that can totally help you see that is true. But because I believe that, and I'm always working on my feelings to attempt to find wholeness, mental, emotional, and physical, I can't deny that I have found some things that defy my mind is always ruling my body. My health journey is too long to ignore all the information I've collected. I recently tried to tell a stranger I got into a discussion with about my number one discovery that changed my whole physical system, and he said, I'm sure it's all in your mind. You know, I wish my mind had that kind of power. I think of the book You Are the Placebo by Dr. Joe Dispenza and the TED Talks I've watched on the power of just believing something will work and that being key to it working. And I agree. I'm not discounting that at all. But I'm not so inexperienced. I haven't also learned that the chemistry of my body still will react to the things I put in it. My self-awareness won't allow me to ignore the many years of proof I have for my body. Which finally brings me to why I'm writing this. I want to share with more people my number one find that has changed my body for the good, more than anything else. And it's accurate to say that is somewhere around 25 years of trial and error, struggle and success. Plus, I don't believe in blanket statements. It's all in your mind is only accurate if we are only talking about the mind. I see blanket statements as closed doors and closed minds. Ignorance lives in a blanket statement. I know the mind is incredibly powerful, but I don't believe its power is 100% in charge. Drink poison and you will die. The mind doesn't make that decision. So you're not going to hear me telling you everything is in your head. Tons of things require perspective and understanding sensibility, and clarity. If you listen to me regularly, you know there is a mountain of truth there. But as someone who has fixed her worst systemic issues with quality natural supplements, I absolutely believe miracles can happen by what you put in your mouth 
not just by what comes out of it. The 25-year-old me was a physical mess, struggling with many health issues. And how I got there was also not in my head. It was because of what I had put in my mouth. I'm trying to get to my number one thing. It's a supplement called Soul that is made from seeds. I realize leaving my number one to the end of the story is annoying, but I want to share the backstory so you can appreciate why it's my number one. I think it's best to start with the antibiotics I was prescribed for a number of months because an old friend of mine, Joan, she was 75, thought my acne was too bad to be left alone. She got her friend, Dr. Jonathan, who was also around 75, to see me. Both of these people are dead now, so I don't worry about using their names. Dr. Jonathan put me on antibiotics for three months. Sure, it helped immediately, but you should have seen my skin afterward. I was even worse. If you know much about antibiotics, you probably know where this story is going. Our digestive system is a system that your whole body operates on. If you ruin its ability to do its job, you ruin all the other systems. That's cutting to the chase, actually. But you see, I did not know this in my early 20s. After the antibiotics, as more health issues arose, I began going to doctors for help. Those doctors acted like I was the one that didn't know what I was talking about because they didn't have answers. That was the beginning of the long lesson that took years to accept. I know my body better than any doctor, especially male doctors. Their ignorance was so frustrating because my headaches, my body pains, my skin issues were interfering with my ability to work and live without pain. Topical skin pains, deep muscle pains, joint and bone pains, my life was a swimming pool of pain I couldn't climb out of. The destruction of my gut flora from the long weeks on antibiotics, along with the excessive amounts of ibuprofen I was taking for over a decade for pain, is what had me in a state that we would now refer to with names all under the umbrella of autoimmune. I will interrupt my story with mention of another book full of information, specifically related to autoimmune issues, because Anthony Williams says, the body does not attack itself. Autoimmune is a term coined from ignorance, as doctors admit they have no answers. Well, your body must be attacking itself. In his book, Medical Medium, he talks about the Epstein-Barr virus and its many stages that manifest in various health problems. This virus is the parent of what we call mono, the kissing disease, and it is highly contagious. The body doesn't attack itself. This virus does. His book is full of information that can help you, and he also has a series of books that each address specific health issues. His personal story, how he got on this path, and the countless people he has helped, is a fascinating one. So anyway, some of my biggest problems for years were headaches every day, swollen lymph glands that gave me pain around all sides of my body, as well as hand and arm pain that made it impossible to do anything without nearly crying. Additionally, my knuckles and hands were sore and swollen. My skin was bad everywhere with multiple issues, and I reached a point that asking any doctor for help would mean that I would end up crying in my car disappointed 
yet again, that there wasn't a single thing a doctor could do to help me. I started saying, doctors only want to convince me that they're stupid and don't know how to fix anything. After giving up on doctors, I decided to go to a nutritionist about my acne when I calculated I had specific zits on my chin that were at least three months old and wouldn't heal. That was the smartest thing I've ever done. Quite quickly, the nutritionist decided she didn't want to hear about the acne on my chin. She said, I want to know about your whole body. Let's start with your head and work down to your toes. How's your scalp? You can imagine my shock. After explaining my strange scalp as best I could, it was not one of the things I had ever taken to a doctor, she asked me about my eyes, my nose, my mouth, my shoulders, my arms, my hands, and we worked our way down my body with her making notes about all the things I was struggling with. And I have to admit here, I was so naive at the time, I had never considered that all the issues I wasn't asking doctors about were also issues, and that everything was related. I wasn't thinking of my physical body as one large system that can be disrupted by one of the things in that system unable to operate properly. In fact, this has been a lesson I return to again and again throughout my life because the biggest thing I learned that day was that what is happening inside of your gut dictates how your body's operating. When I finished going over the countless things, which, as I said, included the stuff I wasn't complaining about, she explained to me that I had an overgrowth of candida. Candida is this yeast fungus we always have in our gut. But if conditions are right, or in this case wrong, the candida takes over and your whole system has problems. And the kicker? Normal foods feed it. Wheat flour, yeast, and sugar being the main ones. No wonder I was struggling. Sandwiches and pizza are my favorite foods. She said to me, Have you ever made paper mache mixed flour and water into a goopy glue? Of course I had. No telling how many pinatas we made in elementary school. She said, Imagine your intestines full of paper mache. How successful do you think your digestive system can be if you fill it with glue? And then fill that glue with fungus that thrives in that environment and takes over, stopping food from being digested. That yeast taking over literally grows through the walls of your intestines and leaky gut ensues, creating the ability for what is in your bowels to be released into your normally separate system of non-digestion. With the skin being the largest eliminatory organ, it was no wonder I had lots of skin troubles. With toxins in my system and things leaking from my gut, no wonder my joints and muscles were in pain. How many times have you heard a doctor tell you that you have a cold and it's a virus and there's nothing he can prescribe for it? Antibiotics kill bacteria, the good and the bad. So how does one ever get rid of a virus? I think that's a valid question. Doctors aren't going to tell you about supplements that are antivirals. So let's get this right. I was diagnosed with mono, the virus we know as Epstein-Barr that creates multiple autoimmune issues, when I was young. I had bad skin for years. I was then put on antibiotics for an excessive amount of time, killing the good bacteria I had. I was then overwhelmed by pain, so I was taking copious amounts of NSAIDs. And what was going on in my gut was so overgrown 
my whole system was contaminated by who knows what. And no doctor had any glimpse of understanding on what I was needing help with. Maybe I sound like I have attitude about it. It's just that, as humans, we believe what we are told to believe. And one of the fallacies I did used to believe was that doctors could fix you if you were broken. When, in fact, my personal experience was that it only took 30 minutes for a nutritionist to know and explain to me what was happening to my body. Countless doctors couldn't. She gave me a list of things she wanted me to do, like a spoonful of olive oil three times a day, boiled bark from a specific Native American shaman, antifungals like olive leaf and black walnut hull, and I was given a strict diet of no sugar, no flour, no gluten, and no yeast. I didn't know how hard that would be, so I said okay and headed home with actual information about my body and my struggles. After realizing vegetables were my new friend, I did well with my diet. A few days later, my three-month-old zits were healing. Actually, everything was improving, and when I saw her again after two weeks, I had no proof she was wrong. Everything I was experiencing with my body, she said, would be the case. My skin all over began improving, and my many issues began to shrink, but slowly. After a number of months, I was getting so sick of vegetables, I tried to reintroduce wheat. No sugar or yeast, but doing that made the lumps I was calling zits come back immediately. Then one day, I sat eating a chicken pot pie, and as I ate, the lumps on my face began to throb, literally reacting with pain as I sat there trying to eat my pie. It was in that moment I could no longer deny this issue with my body was not going to go away anytime soon, and I had to avoid my cravings. I remember it as clear as day because that realization and the pain in my face put me in tears with disappointment. In fact, I spent years feeling overwhelmed with disappointment when I ate, never feeling my hunger was satisfied. And then I learned that when you have a systemic issue and a leaky gut, you are going to crave what is going to feed the problem and hate what will get rid of it. It's like it has a mind of its own almost. But this isn't rocket science. This is digestion and taste, cause and effect. I can jump ahead for a second to tell you that today, without a systemic overgrowth of candida, no leaky gut, and no digestive issues, I am very satisfied by vegetables. I do not want to cry over what I crave versus what I don't crave. A healthy body isn't even ruled by cravings. That, too, is a fascinating lesson through all this. After the pot pie incident, my sister bought me a book, The Yeast Connection and the Woman, by Dr. William Crook. My mind was blown away by that book. The title says it all. No wonder men who call themselves doctors seemed so stupid. They didn't have any of the information in this book. Then I got to a section in it that mentions a strong antifungal called Sporinox. It's a prescription. So I made another doctor's appointment and took the book with me. I convinced him to give me a two-week prescription for it. And I had what felt like a miracle. I returned after those two weeks, asking for more, 
because I could use my hands and my arms didn't ache. My head felt good and my skin was great. The many benefits from the drug were shocking and wonderful, but he sent me on my way saying no. He wouldn't refill it and didn't expect me to have any good results. Sporinox is normally prescribed for athlete's foot, which I didn't have, and apparently it can cause hepatitis C, so he wasn't willing to give me more. Again, I climbed in the car and cried. The fastest, most beneficial thing I had tried up to that point, and I couldn't have more. After this, I had another doctor tell me I could take up to 2,400 milligrams of ibuprofen every day for my daily headaches. And so to help combat that, that's exactly what I did. 2,400 milligrams every day. My headaches were only eased by this amount, and I still struggled with them constantly. This took me to an appointment with a neurologist that had me convinced I was being punked. What a ridiculous appointment with not one single test that wasn't related to, look at my nose. Can you see my finger over here? Can you see my finger over here? How about over here? Can you see my finger wiggle over here? And since that neurologist wanted me to take an antidepressant that apparently helps with headaches, I declined and moved back to Utah to be near my family. I wrote doctors off for good with this problem, and I continued being gluten-free and exploring as many health alternatives as I could. Back then, being gluten-free was an expensive exercise, but one I had no choice but to do. Then, one of the most remarkable things I found was foot zoning. It's similar to reflexology, but honestly, it's not as pleasant. In fact, it hurts so much, there were times I couldn't tolerate and had to stop the therapist. What I found from it, though, was the first day after getting the foot zoning, I woke up able to move. Yes, I said that right. I was in a state of struggling to move so much in the mornings that it hurt to even inflate my lungs when I opened my eyes. And the day after the foot zoning, it was like I had a different body. I literally can't tell you how perfect I felt. I didn't have an ounce of pain anywhere. And after years of pain and every morning being a terrible struggle to move, until a hot shower softened me up like it would a hard rubber flip-flop, this sudden change had me bouncing for joy. I'm not kidding to say I was dancing around my bedroom. I didn't expect a miracle. However, I learned this amazing result didn't last much more than one day. Sure, I had a little less pain the next morning, but it wasn't like the day before. And no way could I afford foot zoning every day. So I started rubbing my own feet every night as hard as I could with as much pressure as I could tolerate, because that seemed to be key. Pain in my feet meant less pain in my body the following day. So I did this for years with enough benefit to keep going while wishing for more. Then two things happened. The first was I discovered black walnut hull by Western Botanicals. Western Botanicals is a supplement company in the town where I live. Black Walnut Hull is nothing fancy or special. It is what it's named. But it's a natural antiviral, antifungal, antiparasitic, and it's incredibly easy on the body. My digestion issues eased up on me, just like with the Sporinox, which makes sense. Because if this is an antiviral, an antifungal, 
and candida is a fungus that takes over, and Epstein-Barr is a virus that messes with your whole system, of course I'm going to feel benefit. It's not like the kind of thing you would need or want to take constantly, but many of my bowel struggles went away with this. And I have stopped many a cold by taking it as soon as symptoms arrive. I assume that it's because Western Botanicals uses mainly wildcraft or organic plants, unless they aren't available, that make it so much better than any other brand I've tried. In fact, I can't say I've ever noticed any benefit from the black walnut hole that was a different brand. And so in that trial and error, I've decided to never spend another penny on another brand. And when a bottle of 90 capsules is under $15, there's no reason to bother with any other brand. And you can buy directly on their website, westernbotanicals.com. My story of struggle lasted many years with these small but awesome things helping until one day someone gave me some samples of a product that literally changed my life. I finally had something in my hands that put an end to the problems no one else could touch. And it's kind of ironic that it's called Soul. Without a single claim about this product entering my ears, I tried it simply as a handed-to-me free sample that could be filed under the word healthy. Sure, I'll try it. In the span of this long story, the hand pain I had been experiencing for years was now in 2014, extra-large knuckles in my fingers looking like I was developing rheumatoid arthritis, the biggest joints and fingers hurting the worst. And then in less than a week of taking soul every day, my hands stopped hurting. My face was clearer, and I was waking up with less pain. I even stopped rubbing my feet because the soul was better than the self-assigned foot rubs. So many beneficial changes took place, there was no denying it was something special. And then I realized that I could eat gluten without any reactions. If you have never experienced a gluten intolerance, you don't know how heart-stopping that sentence is. If you have a gluten intolerance, I bet you just said, no way, way. And this company that makes Soul, Rain International, they make no claims about this product providing a tolerance for gluten. It was like I won the lottery eating anything again. I know the first thing people will say is that I must not have had a gluten intolerance. But do you know how many times you can test if you are gluten intolerant over the course of 20 years after realizing that a chicken pot pie will fuck you up? Countless times. I tested it countless times and failed. And even had to endure two weeks of physical misery after being served a Boca burger whose main ingredient is wheat gluten when I didn't even know that's what I had been given. It was at a restaurant that offered gluten-free buns and my telling the waitress I was recently vegetarian. She suggested that I try their Boca burger on this gluten-free bun, so I did, and I was a wreck for two weeks. It was a month after that that I learned about Boca burgers and looked up their ingredients. Nobody needs more evidence than I gave myself in those many years that I could not eat whatever I wanted, however bad I wished I could. This is why that comment, I'm sure it's all in your mind, 
is such a stupid thing to say to someone like me. So I bought a box of soul every month for five years. Each box has 32 ounce packets of this squeezy juice of ground seeds. A few times I miss a couple days between boxes and I could feel a difference by not taking it every day. Then I stopped buying it after a concussion and a separate car accident had me trying to get rid of whiplash. This is kind of a long story. And it's a physical issue unrelated to this already long story of health problems. But for the sake of clarity, I'll try to briefly explain what happened to make me stop taking Soul and what my effects have been. I saw three chiropractors and two DOs after a car accident in an effort to fix the whiplash. One did a nerve study that showed my nerves were not pinched, and the other DO ordered an MRI and lots of blood tests. The MRI showed old injuries, nothing new due to the car accident, which was confirmed by the DO that did the nerve study. My neck is straight and my skull is three inches too far forward for my cervical bones. The image they showed me looked like the images I've seen of my mom's neck. Her neck looks like it does from my dad hitting her for 17 years. I always assumed that since I was a child, all the hitting wasn't doing the same damage to me, children being flexible and all. The only old injuries I could have would be from him. The blood work showed my thyroid was at the point of what becomes classified as Hashimoto's. So I was, for the first time in my life, put on a thyroid medicine. The $5,000 PIP from the car insurance ran out in my countless visits to doctors, massage therapists, and chiropractors, but the car insurance company didn't notify me the PIP was exhausted until I had an additional four months of seeing experts that needed to suddenly be paid for. This circumstance instantly put me in a financial crunch, still without any resolution for my neck that was affecting my ability to do anything and everything because what I felt like was that I had a 50-pound bowling ball for a head and three broken toothpicks for a neck. Not only did they not notify me when my money to fix the problem was spent, on the very first day that they told me I had $5,000 to try and fix the problem, I asked them, what should I do? How do I fix whiplash? And they told me it was up to me. I then said, but don't you see cases of whiplash all the time and have advice? And they reiterated, you are welcome to try whatever means you wish. Here are the numbers you will give providers to bill us. And that was that. I was on my own to figure it out, which I believed I could do. Nope. <laughs> Wouldn't you think that an insurance company would hope that you don't spend all $5,000 trying to just deal with whiplash? That you would get better before that amount of money had to get paid out? Nope. The inability to notify me for four months also that it was spent makes me want to say out loud that I have never had an insurance company anywhere near as incompetent as Bear River. The people I spoke to on the phone were pleasant people, but pleasance and competence aren't related. With bills I struggled to pay, a neck that forced me to work less hours, and a thyroid prescription that the doctor would not refill without a visit, and health insurance that was a deductible-only plan, 
I found myself struggling to work even 20 hours a week. Then my thyroid started swelling and I felt pressure around three quarters of my neck keeping me miserable. Some of my podcasts are recorded with me sounding like my voice is very deep. That was in the months when my thyroid was its most swollen. People commented on my voice often then. And that is when the friend recommended the book I've already mentioned, The Mind-Body Prescription by Dr. John E. Sarno. I know I've said about it a few times in my podcasts, but that was when I finally had to deal with the emotions related to my neck and the issues I learned my father created. I knew blame wasn't the answer, but I couldn't deny that's what I felt. Blame. My podcast, Honesty is the Way, is the one I wrote after finally accepting that what you feel physically is related to what you feel emotionally. Which also comes back to that person saying, I'm sure it's all in your mind. Again, nope. No blanket statements fit, nor are they welcome. So I've been off soul for a year. I am still gluten tolerant, which I never could have hoped for. But it makes sense to me that what was once destroyed could one day again be rebuilt. Yes, it took a long time. Soul must clearly have done that for me. But in the last few months, my joints, my large fingers and knuckles, my lymph, and my back are all sore again. I know from five years of soul how to get rid of it. So I'm going back on it, and I'm wanting to tell people about it because it's my number one favorite thing that has changed my health and my life. We don't all have to believe the same things. We don't all have to agree. We all have different experiences. But if I aim to share things that equate to healthy and I love to help others, you absolutely should consider looking into the products that rain international cells. I want to have a healthy body and soul, and I wish the same for you. My struggles, my investments of time, money, energy, trial and error could be useful to more than just me. If you're interested in trying soul, there are two ways to do that. The first is the easiest, fastest, and cheapest. Go to trysoul.com. There you can read about it and buy a trial pack. When you click on buy a trial pack, you need to enter my referral number, 539-376, and then your information. The $22 price is for six packets, and it includes shipping. This will get you Soul Red. It's the same product I've been talking about, but with a raspberry oil extract, and Red is an appetite suppressant. What I like about that idea is that I take Soul first thing in the morning before work, and I never have breakfast. So that part appeals for curbing my hunger until I'm able to eat. The second way to try soul is to go to myrainlife.com slash nat and chat. You can read about soul under the products tab, or you can click on the buy now tab. That takes you to three options. The middle option is to subscribe and save, and it's the most affordable way to try it because subscribing gives you the preferred customer price. You can cancel any time after your first order, but if you love it and don't want to cancel, this way you get the best price from the get-go. 
Because you entered my URL, after clicking subscribe and save, you'll see my referral number already populated in the first window. So just click next. Then you will see a list of 15 products that Rain International makes. Soul is down near the bottom of the list, and you have different purchase options for quantity. Make sure you choose the option you want, then enter the number you want in the box next to the image. Click Next. You could order Soul Red right here. The Soul Red is a box of 15 for $37.50. And Seoul is a box of 30 for $68.75, both before shipping. If you don't want to subscribe and save, you can click on Shop. Again, you will see my referral number already populated. Click Next, and you will have a list of 10 products Rain International makes. Seoul, in a quantity of 30, is at the top of the list. Here, at retail, Seoul costs $20 more. With either of those purchase options, after entering the quantity you want and clicking Next, you enter your details and complete the order. If you know me, you know I'm not a saleswoman. So for those that don't know me, I wouldn't be telling you how to do this if I didn't totally believe in this product. It's not a simple, cheap little thing. It's amazing and absolutely worth the money you spend on it. I hope after all this TMI about my health that you have something worth using.